0: RTHK, the news at 11 with Ben Che, the top stories. The Transport Commissioner says giving every person with a license to drive a taxi a free driver's card wouldn't be a sensible use of public money. The government is dismantling Hong Kong's first transitional housing project for reuse in another location. And Western leaders appeal for long term support for Ukraine in its war with Russia. The Transport Commissioner, Rosanna Law, has rejected suggestions from the taxi industry that the government should waive the $120 fee for driver cards for the new electronic toll payment system for anybody with a license to drive a taxi. She added that the government is considering public feedback to the proposed system. Hong Kong has 18,000 taxis and around 40,000 active cabbies, but more than 200,000 people with a taxi driving license. If we give everyone with a license a free driver card, it won't be in line with the principle of making the best use of public money. The government says it started taking apart a four-story building used as transitional housing in Shamshui Po. It said the components will be reassembled and reused in Tai Po. The building, comprising 89 units, was the SAR's first transitional housing project using a modular integrated construction approach. During its two-year operation in Shamshui Po, it helped improve the living environment for 175 residents. The government said it had been working to develop transitional housing to provide short-term housing for those in need. The Secretary for Commerce and Economic Development, Algernon Yao, says the government would prefer it if iCable Communications could avoid laying off staff and instead redeploy them within the company after it terminates its pay TV service on June 1st. Western leaders have appealed for long-term backing for Ukraine in response to Russia's war. At a major security conference in Germany, the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak said President Putin was betting that the West would lose its nerve, so now is the time to step up military support. Our collective efforts are making a difference. But with every day that passes, Russian forces inflict yet more pain and suffering. Now, the only way to change that is for Ukraine to win. So we need a military strategy for Ukraine to gain a decisive advantage on the battlefield to win the war and a political strategy to win the peace. The European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said the government in Kyiv needed more arms and ammunition in its fight against Russia. Jens Stoltenberg is the Secretary General of NATO. We must sustain and step up our support to Ukraine. Putin is not planning for peace. He is planning for more war, new offensives. And there are no indications he has changed his ambitions. The U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris promised that her government was ready to back Ukraine for as long as ne- needed. North Korea has fired a suspected intercontinental ballistic missile into the Sea of Japan. The missile launch is the first by Pyongyang in seven weeks. The BBC's Jean McKenzie has this report. Saturday's missile flew for over an hour before landing off the west coast of the Japanese island Hokkaido. North Korea has repeatedly warned the U.S. and South Korea against holding their annual springtime military drills, which are due to kick-off next month. The two countries are stepping up their exercises this year in response to the increasing threat posed by North Korea. Pyongyang is working to improve its intercontinental ballistic missiles, which are capable of striking the U.S. mainland. Last week, it paraded at least a dozen through the streets of the capital. The government in Pakistan's Sindh province is to carry out a security audit after yesterday's attack on the police headquarters in Karachi. Major lapses have reportedly been identified at the building, which houses the city's most senior police officials. Four people were killed when militants stormed the tightly guarded compound. And the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. Cloudy periods tonight, the minimum temperature will be about 19 degrees tomorrow. Mainly fine, dry and rather warm during the day with a maximum temperature of around 27 degrees. Currently, it's 21 degrees Celsius to humidity 66%. You've got the yellow fire danger warning in effect. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Search teams in southern Turkey have found the body of the Ghanaian international footballer Chris Christian Atsu in the rubble of his home. The block of flats in the city of Antakya was toppled by last week's catastrophic earthquakes. Atsu featured for several English Premier League clubs, including Newcastle, before joining the Turkish team Hatespor. With more, here's the BBC's Caroline Davies. Nearly two weeks on from the earthquake, Christian Atsu's agent confirmed that his body had been recovered this morning. He was 31. In a Turkish radio interview, the executive manager of his club, Hatay Spor, said that Mr Atsu had been due to fly out of southern Turkey hours before the earthquake to visit his family and had planned to leave the club. However, after scoring the winning goal in a match on the 5th of February, the day before the quake, he decided to stay on. Search and rescue teams found his body at a block of high-rise luxury flats that had toppled over in Antakya City in Hatay province. Authorities in New Zealand say they're still struggling to contact thousands of people cut off by the country's worst storm this century. This resident was devastated as she walked into her home, which was covered in mud and silt. It's
1: gone through here, right through the bedrooms, kitchen, all through the cabinets, washing machine, never been used, brand new, brand new.
0: Cyclone Gabrielle is known to have caused at least nine deaths after making landfall on the North Island last Sunday. The United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has told a summit of African leaders the mechanisms for peace are faltering across the continent. He was speaking at the start of the annual African Union gathering in the Ethiopian capital Addis Ababa. Mr. Guterres said he was deeply concerned about a rise in violence in the east of the Democratic Republic of Congo and that Africa was suffering the effects of climate change it had not created. Africa needs climate action. The brutal injustice of climate change is on full display with every flood, drought, famine and the heat wave endured on this continent. The countries least responsible for this crisis are feeling its most devastating impacts. The most powerful trade union in Tunisia is staging rallies in a number of cities in protest against the policies of President Kai Syed. This report from the BBC's Sebastian Usher. Brandishing banners condemning soaring prices and food shortages, thousands of members of a UGTT union thronged towns and cities across Tunisia in the latest protest against President Syed. When he seized executive powers and suspended parliament a year and a half ago, Mr. Syed said it was the only way to fix the country's political and economic problems that many Tunisians don't feel anything has changed for the better, while their hard-won move towards genuine democracy has been put under immense strain. The past few days have seen a wave of arrests of prominent anti-government figures. Twelve cheetahs from South Africa have arrived in central India as part of plans to reintroduce the animals. An agreement between the two governments will see dozens of the big cats sent over the next decade. Under a similar deal last year, eight of the animals were delivered from Namibia. Asiatic cheetahs were declared extinct in India in the mid-20th century because of excessive hunting and habitat loss. The Hollywood actress Stella Stevens, who co-starred with Elvis Presley in the film Girls, 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 has died at age 84. She had been living in a hospice with Alzheimer's disease. In 1963's The Nutty Professor, she played a student who caught the attention of Jerry Lewis's socially awkward university lecturer.
1: Can I be of any assistance, Professor Kell? Oh, uh, uh, thank you, uh, Miss Purdy. Why don't you call me Stella, Professor?
0: And in sports, Arsenal have gotten their stuttering Premier League title pushback on track with a thrilling 4-2 win at Aston Villa to move back to the top of the table thanks to two goals in injury time. With the game looking set for a 2-all draw, Jorginho, Jorginho's shot came off the bar and bounced off the back of Villa goalkeeper em- Emiliano Martinez's head into the net four minutes later. Gabriel Martinelli stroked the ball into an empty goal for Arsenal's fourth. The result puts the Gunners back on top with 54 points after 23 games, three points above Manchester City, who are playing Nottingham Forest at the moment for their 24th match. And a quick look at the weather one more time before we go. It's uh, right now 21 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity standing at 67%. And that's the news from RTHK.
1: teaches every little boy and girl to earn as much as they can possibly. Then turn around and spend it foolishly. we created us a secret account mess. We spend the money that we don't possess. Our religion is to go and blow it all. So we're shopping every Sunday at the mall. All we ever want is more. A lot more than we have before. So take things when you're broke go and get a loan take out another mortgage on your home consolidate so you can afford to go and spend some more when you get bored all we ever want is more a lot more than we have before so take me Chang.